is to sit down with the older ladies at our church and listen to them tell stories about their times growing up in the North Little Rock area during the 1930s and 40s. Majority of them were on the lower income side of the scale and their parents taught them how to make use of all the limited resources that they had. It's just, it's a wealth of information listening to how they made do with very little. Miss Sanja shared one time when she was telling about her experience with gardening, she had told me, she said, you, you eat what you can and you can what you can't. I don't know why, but this saying has just really struck a chord with me and I love it. It's, it's basically like my mantra now when it comes to gardening and canning. It's helped me think through the process of how much do I need to plant? Can I grow what I want to plant? Um, can I preserve what I grow? And then the last, and I think one of the most important questions I have to ask myself is, will my family eat it? <laughs> you know, it's all well and good to say, yeah, I'm gonna garden, I'm gonna grow all these things, and, and then preserve what we grow in order to save the fam you know, money with the family budget. But if your family's not gonna eat it, it's not a savings, it's a waste. And you will get frustrated and burned out. But here's the thing, anytime you garden and can the excess, you are going to save money. And today I just want to share with you some of the simple ways that you are going to save money. And we'll do that by, let's look at salsa, for instance. Pretty much everyone likes salsa. So that's one item that I want to show you the breakdown just how easy it is to see the numbers and to ask yourself, is this something I want to invest in? So the first plant that you would do if we were gonna make salsa is you're gonna need tomatoes. I would say a package of tomatoes is 99 cents. That's how much we spent when we got them the last time. I don't know, it could change. If you divide that and you put, let's say just plant 12 seeds that year, your first year doing it, just plant 12. The average yield for a plant, one tomato plant, is on the low end scale, eight pounds per plant, eight. Typically, if you baby those tomato plants, I mean, you've got really good soil and you just baby them. I mean, you put fertilizer on there, you're constantly weeding, you, you make your own, um, I like to do like banana tea or uh, using crushed eggshells in there, all of that you can get anywhere from 12 to 20 pounds per plant. Now again, if you plant 12 tomato seeds, you grow them, you get a minimum of eight pounds per plant up to 20 pounds per plant. That's a lot of tomatoes. But let's just take the low ends. You know, always think the lowest, that way you're not disappointed and you, you know, don't count your eggs before they hatch kind of say. So you have eight pounds per plant at 12. That gives you 96 pounds of tomatoes when you're done. That then equates to about 80 pints of salsa. Yeah, 80 pints. Now, how much is it then after you've gotten the 99 cent pack of seeds, you've now got 96 pounds of tomatoes to turn into salsa. Some of the other things that you could add would be bell pepper or onion, which would be an additional cost, but eh, let's just, for numbers sake, we'll leave that out of the equation. I personally like to add them because it bulks up the salsa and adds a little bit more flavor. So it stretches the tomato and the whole, you know, the whole pot, can, you can get more out of it. The other bigger cost that you're gonna have to make salsa would be the Mrs. Wages seasoning. 
I buy mine in bulk online so I can get them for $2.49 a package. But if you buy them at the store like Walmart, it's going to be about $2.99 plus tax. So just look at your numbers. I'm going to go with what I had at $2.49 a bag. You're going to need a total of 16 packages of the Mrs. Wages seasoning in order to make your 80 pints of salsa. The other thing that you would need would be to buy jars if you don't have any. You can get a dozen pint jars that already have lids and bands at Kroger for $8.99. That is the cheapest I have seen anywhere. If you don't have a Kroger, um, just kind of shop around. An average is between $10.99, $12.99. I wouldn't go higher than that. I would not pay more than a dollar a jar. That's because it's gonna cut into your profits of what you are able to save um, canning. But now you have your jars, you have your lids, you've got your bands, all of that. The other thing that you would end up spending money on if you don't have would be your funnel and your uh, clamps to pick up your jars. It's all you need. You can get away with jerry-rigging everything else, but d there are some sets out there like $20. Uh-uh, don't, no, uh, that's... It's a waste. You're not going to really need it to get started. And don't invest a lot of money in expensive equipment if you're not sure you really like canning and that you can stick to it. Test the waters first. And then the biggest expense, again, would be the canner. If you can at all possible, find someone to borrow it from, a friend, a neighbor, a a relative, ask your older relatives, those who used to can, somebody's got to have a water bath canner. And if all else fails, okay, go ahead and invest the money for it. But if not, borrow. So the total cost for all your supplies comes out to $111.23 without the canner purchase. Now I've compared that to the Pace restaurant style salsa at the store. And for one pint of that, they charge $2.99 plus tax. Ooh. So that's going to come out to $239.20 for the same amount, the 80 pints, if you purchase it at the store. You then, in your first year, even after all the costs to get started, you saved $127.97 compared to what you would have spent at the store. Now your second year, you're going to see even more savings as you see things compound. Because remember, you still have half a packet of seeds left. You also still have all your jars you bought in the first year, which, you know, of course, by this time you've eaten through them, so they're ready to go. <laughs> you can use them again. You also have the tool set you already bought and the canner if you borrow it again. Really, all you need to buy are more seasoning packets. That's it. So if you plant those 13 remaining seeds, Remember, the packet came with 25 and you've already used 12, so you have 13 left. And if you want, you know, just to make things simple numbers-wise, let's just say you have 12 seeds. Let's just keep it simple. Um, pretend one of the plants didn't make it, which, you know, is totally true. It's going to happen like that. But if you grow 12 more healthy tomato plants, again, within 8 pounds per plant yield, you'll come up with another 80 pints of salsa. This time, the second year, you end up with a savings of $199.36 savings compared to what you would have spent at the store. Folks, that is a big savings. When you add up all the numbers for those two years compared to what you would have spent at the store, it comes out to 68% savings, 68%. That adds up over time. And again, my numbers are a little bit 
you know, it's going to fluctuate where you live and everything. But I'm giving you a rough estimate of for us in our area, this is how much it saves based on how much I've spent, what I save, what the comparison is in the stores. So it's just a rough average, not exact to the penny for you. Now, I know some people out there, you know, they're, ooh, because I say, reuse your lids. Now, here's the thing. When it comes to these little lids here, you can buy a pack of 12, but it's going to cost around $3 to do that. Not a deal breaker, but come on, save every penny you can. I just have learned that when I take the lids off of my um, jars, I'm very careful about it. I do not want to bend my jar. Also, if you notice here, now watch, I use wet dry eraser marker. <laughs> so when I label my jars and I put the year on them just so I can sort them, I can easily just erase it. And that way I can reuse my lids again and again. I don't use stickers, I don't use permanent marker or anything. I use a wet dry erase marker and it does the job. It allows me to recycle my lids. Now, things that I sell in our store that are going to somebody else outside of our family, I use brand new lids and bands on those. I don't recycle them. But things for our family, I could care less if the lid doesn't seal. You know what? It's going in the refrigerator and my swarm of locusts will have eaten it within a few days. It is not going to be wasted. And believe it or not, whether you use new lids or recycled lids that are still in good condition, they're not all going to seal 100% of the time. Brand new lids still sometimes don't seal. So you have the option of do you reprocess it to get it to seal or do you just put it in your fridge and eat it? Yeah, yeah. so no biggie. Again, that's just a simple way that it helps save money over the long run. If a lid looks like the rubber is starting to crack or um, it's got any corrosion on the inside, any dents on the lid, I, I just don't, I don't use those. But for the most part, I would say 80 to 90% of my lids that I use for all of our home canning, they're good to go. I can get at least three or four uses out of them before they're just, you can tell that they're not gonna seal again. So that saves quite a bit of money when you start multiplying however many jars you're canning. I mean, salsa alone, we will average around 30 to 36 pints of salsa. Green beans will be anywhere up to 50 quarts. Those all add up and every dollar saved is great. That's how you can help with your budget. For one item, and I mean, we talked about salsa. Think spaghetti sauce, pizza sauce, uh, chili sauce. We've got diced tomatoes, tomato juice, uh, tomato paste. The list goes on and on of all the things you can make from just one produce you grow in your garden. And you can see how that adds up over time. So just look at the numbers, sit down and, and ask yourself, is this something you really wanna try? Is this a way that you could save money for your family? Even if you never get to the point of preserving it and you just plant enough that you can eat fresh for you know the summer months or into the uh, fall months, you're getting good healthy produce that you know what is going into them, you have the health benefits for your family, plus, it's the joy of being able to grow something, to, to do something on your own. And it is a very large way that you can save in your grocery budget. So I hope you like and, and subscribe to our channel. Like this video. If you have comments or questions, hey, leave them down below. I'd love to talk with you. And keep in mind, I'll, I'll admit, I'm still a newbie at this. So if you've got some pointers, share them. Mm -hmm.